Legends. Alright. Here we fucking go. The isolation tapes. Welcome back. Hey, where have you been? Where have I been? I've been around. I've been around. I just haven't been making any podcasts, but I don't know about you. I'm stuck at home now. Might have a bit of extra time on my hands. <laughs> what better could any of us do than spend it listening to my soothing Australian drawl? The drawl's back. Welcome back. How the hell are you guys? Are you okay? Seriously. Let me know. I'm worried about you. All of you. Um, I don't even know. I don't know what to say. Uh, it's, a, it's a time, isn't it? It's a time to be alive. And we're all alive for the time being. God almighty, just look after yourselves. Just look after yourselves. I'm going to say it from the start. From the start of this podcast to the end of this podcast, look after yourself. Just keep washing your hands. Maybe start washing your hands now and don't stop until the podcast is over. Have you started? Good. Okay. Oh, geez. Well, all right. Um, good stuff. Early March, obviously. World's ending. Um, I'm having a birthday this week. That's exciting. We'll see if it happens, though. We'll see if it goes ahead. So, yeah, here we are. I'm at home, as we're all supposed to be. I've got the uh, missus in the room next door. She's doing a vocal exercise at the moment. If the, if the, <laughs> if the uh, microphone picks up any of those... Uh, lovely noises. They are lovely, actually. She's a lovely singer. She listened to this as well, so better, better just clarify that. Um, I am going to watch a movie and chat bollocks about it. Um, I've already picked the movie. You know what it is. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm going to watch Crocodile Dundee because it's a movie that I've heard of, and I'm pretty sure like it's a famous movie. I mean, it is a famous movie. I know it's like at least it became a famous like uh, caricature of an Australian man, and I think it's where the shrimps on the Barbie comes from, or maybe he did he say it in character in an advert or something. Anyway, oh, I know it comes from this movie. It's the that's not a knife line. Anyway, so that's Crocodile Dundee. I'm going to watch that. Uh, it's from 1986, speaking of my birthday this week, that's the year I was born, so you do the maths on how old I'm turning, I'm turning 34, uh, so yeah, uh, what's the bloke's name, Paul, Paul Hogan, Aussie hero, just looking him up, still alive, 80 years old, he lives in Lightning Ridge, no, he was born in Lightning Ridge, of course he doesn't live in Lightning Ridge, Lightning Ridge, I had a, uh, ex-girlfriend and her grandparents were from Lightning Ridge and it's like a uh, it's a I'm, I'm on the Lightning Ridge Wikipedia page now it's a small outback town in northwestern New South Wales northwest New South Wales uh, and it's like a I think they mine opals there or something I'm sure black opals it's world renowned it is the Lightning Ridge is the world-renowned center of the mining of black opals and other opal gemstones. That's good. Still wouldn't want to go there, but I mean, Paul got out. Paul got out. No, it'd be good. I'm sure it's nice there. Hey, I'm sorry to anyone listening in Lightning Ridge. I'm sure it's bloody lovely there, guys. Uh, the only reason I haven't been there, you haven't invited me. 
and I obviously didn't go and visit my ex-girlfriend's grandparents. Um, but Crocodile Hunter, Paul Hogan, so he's the Crocodile Hunter. He, I'm just going to read the thing. A journalist travels to Australia to interview a unique crocodile poacher. When he saves her from a crocodile, she invites him to New York. Despite their culture... Is that the Crocodile Hunter? Is it set in New York? And also, what... No, never mind. I was confused with the... Um, what's Steve? What was Steve Irwin called? Was he the Crocodile Hunter? What was he? The Crocodile Man. Because he saved crocodiles. Or is this guy poached them? Which I imagine means... He was called the Crocodile Hunter. But I guess hunting them, not killing them. Anyway, that's an early tangent. Steve Irwin, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Rest in peace, Steve. Stingray got him. Got to be careful. Got to be careful when swimming with stingrays. That's first bit of advice for today's podcast. Um, all right. The Crocodile Hunter. Pretty good reviews, actually. I mean, what are they called? Ratings. Pretty good ratings. Let's get some audience reviews, though. Lucas Kelly, six months ago. Wow. First off, let me just tell you how honoured I am to be the first person to review this here cinematic masterpiece. This bodes well. I don't want to... I don't want to go telling you Sheilas and blokes. I think he's probably doing it as a joke, but... Sheilas and blokes, that's that's our women and men, that I've watched this here over 500 times with a stubby in one hand and my pet croc Jemison in my lap. Fantastic. But I will admit that no matter how many times I view this, full stop, <laughs> the last... The last scene where Frodo is... Oh, he's just doing a bit. Okay. Now he's going to... I'm not... Do you know what, Lucas? You lost me. I'm not paying you the time of day. He starts talking about Lord of the Rings and then John Wick and then... Uh, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Kill Bill. Big Lebowski. Watched on this podcast. Uh, anyway, Lucas Kelly. Done with you, mate. This review's from Dre the Ultra Gamer. Dre the Ultra Gamer, but it's all one word. That's why it took me so long to read it. Dre the Ultra Gamer says, I love this movies. It's one of my favourite movies. I love the part where... (laughs) I love the part where he said, That not a knife, that a knife. (laughs) I can't wait for that part. (laughs) The movie is that great, I watch it ten times, and maybe more. I hope another movie come comes out, because they're great, all of them. Don't forget, Praisey Gooby. Praisey Gooby. Uh, or Prassy Gooby. It's supposed to say Praise Gooby, but it says Prassy Gooby. That's in caps lock. Thank you, Dre the Ultra Gamer. Enjoy your ultra gaming. Marcel Decote said, I love this movie think it is great i really enjoy it i think that paul hogan is great one of my favorite parts is when crocodile dundee said to the man why are people using so many full stops said to the man that was going to rob them with a small knife (laughs) he said that is not a knife this is a knife he brings out a huge knife people really like that bit i mean that was the bit that i'd heard of so 
yeah, I guess that's the, the iconic moment of the film. People really like it. Okay, let's get one more for now. Jesse James, Jesse James the Outlaw. Loved the film and one track from the film, like an instrumental Aboriginal type music. Not sure of the instrument, it's probably a didgeridoo. Mick, what a guy. He helps a guy in New York from jumping off a ledge, and Mick wants to know why he's doing it. And the man says, He's the man says, Have you ever been loved and then turned away? Something like that. <laughs> but, then Mick hugs him and the fella says something about him and Mick says he. <laughs> That's the whole sentence. Then Mick hugs him and the fella says something about him and Mick says he. I can't wait to see that bit. If you've seen the film, you know the scene hard to explain. Okay, maybe the film's hard to explain. Well, that scene, that particular scene's hard to explain, so I shouldn't have laughed, Jesse James, I apologise. I'll probably describe it the exact same way in an hour's time. Um, All right. Crocodile Dundee. Anything else to add? Virgo. Apparently it's the highest grossing film of all time in Australia. The second highest grossing film in the United States in 1986. Wow. There's three of them. Oh, my God. All right. I'm sure this will be fun to watch. It's going to be like a, uh, a fish out of water type story or a, uh, a, a, a crocodile out of water, if you like. But actually, that doesn't work because I think crocodiles spend just as much time out of water. Yes, darling? Actually, I need a jumper. I'm sure you're being very funny. Uh, I haven't started being funny yet. But, Is yeah. it okay if I practice the sax still? Yes, it's okay. It's okay? Yeah. But it, will it be on there? Hopefully. Shit. Well, I don't know. We'll play good. That's not. That's why I'm practicing. I don't. You're supposed to take the practice. I don't oh. think the saxophone will be recorded. That was my girlfriend. She's going to start practicing saxophone now, guys. But don't listen to that. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. Fish out of water. Crocodile Dundee. All right, I'm going to watch it now. And I can't bloody wait. I'll talk to you real soon. Here we go. Crocodile Dundee. All righty. Croc man. Croc- the Crocodile Hunter. Mick. Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. That's what it's called. Uh, okay, yeah, it's it's happening. I've watched about 40 minutes now. Lots of japes, lots of silliness. Mix a character. He's a character. You don't want to spend too much time with him, I wouldn't have thought. Unless you're stuck in the bush, in the outback, and he's quite handy. But so we've got um, the woman, whose name's probably been mentioned, but usually she gets referred to as Sheila or Lady... Or uh, she got called busybody once as well, but she probably has a name. I, I don't. I don't know what it is at this stage. So she's the um, the journalist, and she's from New York. And she was in Sydney at the start. She's in a nice hotel on the on the harbour there. Lovely, beautiful bit of real estate. Uh, and she told her editor, who I think's her boyfriend as well, unless they just had very, like, familiar pet names for each other, but they are just buddies. I don't know. That'll, that'll come up soon. I think they were together. Uh, 
And he, she was like, nah, mate, can't come back to New York yet. She doesn't sound like this at all. Can't come back to New York yet. There's this bloke up in um, the Northern Territory, I think. Yeah, obviously. Uh, who's um, got his leg bitten off by a crocodile. And I want to go see him. Uh, and, like, um, do a story on him. <laughs> obviously. Uh, and... So the bloke's like, all right, honey bunch, go on up, but but hurry back. Um, are you sure you're going to be okay up there? And she's like, yeah, man, I'm from New York, motherfucking city. I'm going to be sweet as, um, but in a more New York accent than that. And so she goes up, and then she meets Mick at the pub, and there's just lots of japes, just loads of japes. He comes into the pub with a, pretending to wrestle a crocodile, but, well, I mean, wrestling a crocodile, but it, but then it turns out, transpires that it's a, it's dead. It's a stuffed crocodile. And then, um, and then he gives this, he gets in this competition, like, puts a bet that he can make this big guy spill a drop of his beer, because he does this thing where he, people punch him in the stomach. The, this is the big guy. People punch this big bloke in the stomach, and, uh, and he doesn't spill a drop of beer. He has a like a pint of beer on his head, and it doesn't spill a drop. And so Mick's like, "Come on, big Keith, <laughs> big um, Rich. I, I don't know what his name was. Uh, gives gives a go then. And so he does it. Um, but instead of punching him, he gives him an old smooch on the lips. And then naturally, because like all these blokes think that's gross, so he spills some beer. And then there's like a bar fight." But that's just japes, that's not important to the story. And then uh, Mick takes um, Lady Sheila into the into the bush, in the outback, and uh, and uh, she's like, um, and then like a couple of days in, she's like, oh, you're, you're like, <laughs> I can't remember what happened. I, to be honest, I haven't been paying much attention so far. But for some reason she was like, oh, I'm from New York, I can handle it out here. And she like walks off. And then he, and then it gets kind of creepy for a bit. And he's like, he's stalking her. I guess in his defence, he's like looking after her. But there's this scene where she, um, she goes down to the water, and she like takes her skirt off, and she's wearing a very, um, frankly sexy swimming costume. Uh, and Mick's like Mick Crocodile Dundee's like having a sleazy perv on her from the bushes. Um, but then a croc, a big old croc, comes out. And he uh, and tries to get her, and he goes and saves the day, and uh, puts a puts a puts his knife, the the aforementioned knife, which will come up again later, I'm sure, through the croc's head, kills the croc. Well, she says, and she says, uh, "Is he dead?" And and the crocodile Dundee hunter says, "Well, if he's not, he's going to be hard to skin." I think that's like a crocodile hunter joke. That's. Um, very sort of particular sense of humour there. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. Basically, they just get together, really. That's long story short. They've gotten together. He, like, tends to her wound. She has a, a cut in, I guess, on her... Um, <laughs> I was struggling to choose which word to use. I was going to say rear end, but then I realised I've never said rear end in my life. And then I didn't want to. I didn't really, really want to say ass because that's quite crass. I think. Oh no! Fuck! Got a cut in her ass. And I didn't want to say bottom because then I sound like a child. I don't know. So 
she had a cut on one of her glutes and he tended to that and then this aboriginal bloke showed up there wasn't really much to that bit of the story he just showed up and said hey g'day mick how you going and he's go i'm going to corroboree so i think it was just so they could put in a scene of like an aboriginal uh, corroboree dancing and uh traditional music and whatnot um and then, yeah, they went to this, like, lake and had a big old smooch. He did a few more japes, made a joke about eating, like, grubs and lizards and stuff, and then opened a tin of beans or something like that. And then uh, she's like, Mick, would you would you come back to New York with me? And he's like, uh, sure, I think. <laughs> that's basically it. So that's where I'm up to now. The, I've got a... Uh, I've paused it on a shot of a, a plane either landing or taking off. I don't know. It's quite sunny. Maybe it's taking off because uh, it'll be Australian summer and American winter. That's not very interesting, though. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to go to New York, and it's just going to be more japes. It's just going to be hilarity, you know, and um, there's going to be the thing with the knife, and he's just not going to understand anything. What? But what's he, what isn't he going to understand, Miles? Well, the subway. He won't understand the subway. And there'll be a thing about, um, I don't know, the taxis. There's lots of transport-based um, misunderstandings. Uh, what else? Maybe, like, street vendors selling food, like hot dogs. I'm sort of... I'm thinking more of, like, Tarzan now than Crocodile Dundee. He does sort of still know what um, other people look like, so maybe it won't be quite as difficult... But yeah, she's going to get into some sort of, um, some mishaps, some mischief. And then, of course, it's going to be that scene on the roof where Mick hugs that guy and then the fella says something about him and Mick says he. You remember that scene, right? That's that's going to be coming up too, so that's something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's all right. Uh, I mean, like I said, I haven't been paying a great deal of attention. Like, I've been watching it. Don't get me wrong. I've been watching it. I just told you all the things that happened. It just hasn't fully captivated me. That's all. But that's okay. Not many films do, you know? In this day and age, guys, am I right? Am I right? It's too many other things going on. Films, they're too long. That's what I've been trying to tell you all. Um, One thing, though, I'll tell you what. The Australian Outback looks very nice in this film. Like, I wouldn't want to go there. I knew... Oh, God, I knew as soon as I press play that I realised there's going to be some snake scenes so I had to deal with that I'm not very good with snakes guys well I, in fact I just I stopped watching when when they came onto the screen but but yeah I mean with the crocs and the snakes and stuff crocs croc, who do you think you are with the crocodiles and the snakes I probably won't make it into the outback personally that and the fact that I live in London but uh sort of on screen aesthetically it looked friggin beautiful bloody beautiful bloody beautiful guys um so that was something to take from it also um back to when she got attacked by the crop like what sort of an idiot she was there to she's there to see where he got attacked by a crocodile and like when they were going there there was loads of crocodiles and stuff. And then she's like, oh, I'm on my own. Oh, I'll just get into my skimpy swimsuit and go for a swim in the croc-infested waters. I mean, seriously, lady. She's calling her lady because that's what he calls her. But apart from that, she seems quite nice, actually. I quite like her. She's a lot more um, pleasant than he is. But somehow he's he's 
endeared himself to her and uh, charmed the pants off her, or charmed the skirt off her, as it were. As it were. Okay. Um, that's a great bit of analysis there. I'm going to continue watching The Crocodile Hunter. What is it called? Crocodile Dundee. I'm going to continue watching Crocodile Dundee. Here we go. Crocodile Dundee. All right, so Crocodile Dundee. I've carried on a bit further. I guess I didn't realise that this basically is Tarzan, but with an Australian dude from the outback. Like, there is no plot to this film. It's just a guy in a new setting doing dumb shit. <laughs> Like, he just, uh, like, even he, he just got referred to as Tarzan, Australian Tarzan, or something like that. But yeah, loads of japes. Loads of japes. Keep the japes coming, guys. The japes keep rolling in, and I think that's not going to stop. Just everything that he could be weirded out by, he has been, or like, have a. Um, oh, there's the saxophone started, as promised. Don't know if you're picking that up. But everything he's been. Uh, confused by his, you know there's been a little bit about it. it started on the plane obviously it was his first time on the plane it was the plane taking off from australia the setting sun uh, and then just all sorts escalators lifts oh the b-day the b-day was a big one uh, and he used the word um backside so i could have used that earlier you use it to wash your backside once he figured it out that was a pivotal moment of the film. Uh, what else? He went for a walk and um, couldn't uh, couldn't see over all the people, so he climbed a, like a signpost. And then through doing that, he met a police officer who gave him a ride back to his hotel on the back of his horse. The police officer was on a horse. Uh, and then there's been some other ones that aren't as... Um, they're a bit 1986, if you know what I mean. Like when he spoke to the um, the black limousine driver asked him what tribe he was from or when he encountered a um a, a man dressed as a woman who he thought was a woman and then ah oh, that was a that was a yeah very 80s moment that one and now he's just been talking to a couple of uh uh sex workers and then their uh their pimp pimp <laughs> I turned very um well to do when I said the word pimp there pimp anyway uh, came up and was like are you gonna are you just gonna talk or are you gonna screw or something like that uh, and then he punched the pimp knocked the pimp out and um, said sorry about that ladies uh, that's no way to talk in front of a man uh, that's no way for a man to talk in front of a lady or something like that uh, and like that's all that's happened. I've watched like another half an hour. It's just been japes, just japes and japes and japes. Or well, actually, no. I guess the only bit of plot is that uh, the woman, lady, whose name is Sue, I believe, Sue does have that boyfriend, who's like the editor or whatever, and he's uh, he's like a bit of a douchebag, I suppose. And but but like she keeps smooching him in front of like Crocodile Dundee but she clearly fancies Crocodile Dundee 
but there's not that much of the film left, but I guess that's all there is to happen will be that they'll get together. And then I guess it's a romance? I don't know. But, yeah, that guy's he's a real uh, scuzz bucket, slime bag. He's, like, being really mean to Mick. But maybe he knows that his missus uh, fancies him or something, so he's a bit um, jealous and protective. God, you know what us, us blokes can get like you ladies, don't you? Just kidding. Ah, but yeah, I guess... Well, I still haven't had the that's not a knife scene. I thought it was coming, but it had, it, it didn't happen yet. So that that's not a knife scene uh, is still to come. And then also that scene uh, that Mick hugs the fella and says something about him, and then Mick says he. So that one hasn't happened yet either, so that's still to come. So two things to look forward to um, with bated breath. I have bated my breath. Uh, over the last hour or so. It smells terrible. That was a joke. Uh, I don't know. Was it a joke? I don't know. But yeah, I guess, like, more japes and a bit of romance and, like, Mick is perhaps becoming more uh, likeable. Mick Crocodile Dundee. Like, he's kind of charming, I suppose, relative to when you put him next to the the sleazy editor, so I can see that, like, if you had, like, if for some reason you had a choice, your only choice was you could be with the sleazy editor or you could be with the antiquated Australian bushman, right? So you did have a choice in that sense, but you had to choose one of them, so there was no choice in that regard, then I guess maybe in this hypothetical world where there is no other option, then you would choose Mick Crocodile Dundee, I suppose. But I don't know. Call me a bloody romantic, but I want more. I want more for you ladies. Oh, golly. Um, so, yeah, be interesting to see how that played out. I assume that the... Um, he was just in a bar where he where he had a few um, questionable encounters, and I assume that would be where he'd have the "that's not a knife" scene. But it just hasn't happened yet. So, I mean, I know it's going to happen because I love this movies. It's one of my favorite movies. I love the part when he said "that not a knife, that a knife." So it's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of when, guys. Prazzy Gooby. <laughs> it's good that I'm having a laugh, you know? I think that's the most important thing. I think this is just to get me through my isolation, guys. So you can be listening and think, he's a bit annoying, that Miles, but I'm glad he's having a nice time. I think it's all any of us could want. All right, I guess um, I'll just keep going. There seems to be all there is left to do. There hasn't been a scene with any um, street food vendors. That hasn't happened, so... That could still come up. Got that one wrong. I don't know. I wonder if there'll be like a... He hasn't been like in Times Square or the Statue of Liberty or any like iconic New York setting. So maybe something like that will come up. I don't really know the story of Tarzan, if this is supposed to be a retelling of that. So I don't actually know what happens in Tarzan. Does he end up with some sort of woman? Presumably. Um, But where... (laughs) (laughs) Is Tarzan in New York as well? I don't know. 
Who's Tarzan? Anyway, Tarzan Dundee. I'm going to finish it off, guys. Uh, can you hear the saxophone? It's quite nice. Beautiful. That's going to be a weird pause if that hasn't picked up on the mic, but the saxophone coming from the room next door. Alrighty, I'm going to finish off Crocodile Dundee. Here we go. Oh, well, how about that? It's finished. I got through it. They got together. I don't know, I think it was a pretty awful film, to be honest. <laughs> like, there was some lols and that. It was pretty funny, but... But I guess it just hasn't stood the test of the time. The test of the time. It hasn't stood the test of the time very well. The test of time. It hasn't stood the test of time very well, perhaps. In my humble, politically correct opinion. Um, but anyway, so... All the things that I said would happen did happen. Like, well, I mean, as in that there was a scene at the Empire State Building, there was a scene at a hot dog vendor, and there was a scene on the subway. So, your boys still got it. Nice one, Berger. Um, they got together, predictably. She was like, do you know what? I, I, I was talking about how her choices weren't all that great um, in terms of the calibre of man but do you know what she she won all that <laughs> she won all that she was like smooching mick whilst she was getting engaged to fucking skis bucket editor man like dude do, you know what i mean dude that's all i got to say about that no seriously though that ain't cool but in the end like so she well, I guess technically she didn't actually say yes to his proposal, but she put the ring on and, like, it was celebrated. So I've, I've, I'll give you some context. They went to... So her dad, it turned out, owned the newspaper, so he was stinking rich, and he invited them all to his house, Mick, her, and the um, editor guy. And then at the dinner table, big dinner table, the editor guy asked her to marry him. And it was kind of just assumed. I guess that's what happens most proposals. You're never actually really asking without um, a fair deal of confidence that the answer is yes. I, I mean, I say this having never proposed or been proposed to, but it's what I would imagine. I guess some people say no, probably. But it was kind of like they just started celebrating the group once he asked her. And she put it on and she sort of gave him a smooch or whatever, but I don't know if she actually said yes. But anyway, Mick had seen enough, and so he went back into town. There was a few more japes, and then she came and found him on the subway. Really, that's really all I can tell you. There wasn't a, um, any sort of uh, plot peril, twists, anything like that. It just sort of came and went. It was a movie. that I think that's my, <laughs> there's, that's my review. It was a movie, okay? You can't argue with that. It sure was, Burjo. Now that I've watched it, I'm going to see, read some more of the reviews. Cool stuff. 
kind of thought there would be more to the end. But a cool movie. Thumbs up. I mean, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Maybe I would have thought there'd be more to the end if there'd been more to the rest of it. Hang on a second. He helps a guy in New York from jumping off a ledge. I don't remember that scene. Maybe I got a shortened version of it or something. I don't know. Who gives a crap? I don't want to watch a longer version of it. I don't know. I just censored myself from saying fuck. I've been saying fuck the whole podcast, but I said, who gives a crap? (laughs) I sounded like a child. Anyway, who gives a crap? Um, All right. Boeing Boeing gave the review. I like the movie as it's one you can watch not just once, but it's a good comedy with a serious side as well. I don't agree with any of that. Loved it. One of my favourite movies. I watched this once a week. That's fine. That's perfect. That's just your opinion, That's and you, you're entitled to that. I love this movie. I have posters everywhere. I am in love with Croc Dundee. That's not a knife. Now that's a knife. A good little taste for all those who want to watch it. Okay? Uh, the movie is an absolute masterpiece. As in the best movie ever. That's a strong review. I love this film because it shows some Aussie humour that we love. Just like this podcast. Am I right? Oh, God, give me some good reviews here. Australia, mate. This movie is literally good and recommended to everyone. Australia, mate. This movie is literally good and recommended to everyone. It's literally good. My favourite movie, I love watching this with my parents. They've just spelt parents wrong. Uh, it was so cool. Lots of O's. <laughs> Mah- Mah- Maharshi Mahadevwala. Apologies if I got that wrong, Maharshi. This movie is so old. I'm the first to review it. P.S. I haven't even watched it. (laughs) Uh, That's fantastic. All right, I think I've exhausted all the the reviews of note. Um, God, I can't be bothered, guys. It's been a long day. Nah, it was fine, you know? Um, whatever. It was okay. Watch it if you want. Um, I mean, I don't give recommendations on whether to watch it. It just happened. It happened. You can watch it. It is available to be watched by anyone who so desires. All right, I'm going to go. Uh, I need to take my temperature and wash my hands. Uh, I'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, um, Thanks for listening. I'm not doing a wrap-up after this, I don't think. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back. So good to have you. Uh, You made it to the end, clearly, and I love you and I'm proud of you. Uh, In all seriousness, stay safe. Look after everyone around you. um, And I'll talk to you real soon. Alrighty. See yous.